When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. It's 5.05 on a Tuesday morning. September 24th is what it says on the calendar. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. Happy Tuesday to you. Thanks for joining us so early in the morning. And you would not believe how much we are going to cram into 55 minutes. Just minutes ahead, we have got our very own Rima McClone speaking with Amelia Hayden. She is a national officer candidate from Wisconsin, Bigfoot to be exact. And she's heading to the National FFA Convention in Indianapolis. We've also got another story from Reba. She was out at Farm Aid along with myself and the fabulous farm babe herself, Pam Yonke, this past weekend in East Troy, Wisconsin. And Reba caught up with a farmer to ask them what they think of all the hullabaloo. Later, I'll have a look at your opening markets, and I will speak with commodity specialist Bryce Knorr of Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, live via Skype from Chicago. And finally, you know the fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke, but we want to meet all the fabulous farm babies out there. Proud moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandmas, and grandpas, listen up. We will send you a free farm report bib, completely free of charge, thanks to our friends at Quick Trip. You snap a pic of your baby wearing that bib, email it to us, and we will post it on our website and social media. Again, that is made possible by Quick Trip, and Reba McClone is up next. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual, the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, now sells industrial hemp insurance. With decades of experience in agriculture, Protect your hemp operation with leaders in the field. Visit RuralMutual.com slash farm. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Cleary Building Corp. They protect what you value. Visit clearybuilding.com to see the Cleary difference. Equity Livestock Cooperative, marketing your livestock, financing your operation, and supporting the livestock community. And Wisconsin Farm Bureau is celebrating 100 years as the state's largest general agriculture organization. Join now at wfbf.com. Well, we've reached autumn. The fall harvest is coming. All kinds of things happen in the fall. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. One of the things that happens a little later in fall is the National FFA Convention at Indianapolis. And hopefully we can get a national officer out of all this, Josh. Yeah, I certainly hope so. Fingers crossed, Scott. Josh Scramlin here on the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Our very own Reba McClone caught up with Amelia Hayden. She is a past Wisconsin FFA president. She's a native of Bigfoot and is currently a student at UW-Madison. Now, as you said, National FFA Convention is right around the corner, and Amelia is heading to Indianapolis with the hopes of not only becoming with Wisconsin's first national officer since 2012, 
but she is also a finalist for the American Star in AgriScience Award. Each year at the end of October, the National FFA Convention takes place, and while there, students across the country are recognized for their achievements throughout the year. And this year, one Wisconsin FFA member has the ability to represent Wisconsin on the big stage in two different ways. This would be Amelia Hayden from the Bigfoot FFA. She will be one of over 100 Wisconsin FFA members to receive their American degree this year. And within that application process, she she was able to apply for the Star in AgriScience due to her Supervised Agricultural Experience, or SAE, project. Amelia is also the National Officer Candidate for Wisconsin, where she will attempt to be selected as one of six people to represent almost 670,000 FFA members from across the country. Talked with Amelia about being able to represent Wisconsin in these two large ways and how she got her start in the FFA. So I initially joined FFA after taking an agriculture class uh, my freshman year of high school. And after taking it, I found out there was a competition in FFA called the AgriScience Fair and decided that. I really wanted to get involved with that. So I designed a research project uh, my freshman year of high school, and it all took off from there. Do you remember what your project was your freshman year? Mm -hmm. So I was looking at adding cinnamon to the diets of mice and how that affected their blood glucose levels. So you kind of went big right off the start. <laughs> yeah, I always had big dreams for what I wanted to do in research, and that definitely has allowed me to really dive into the agri-science fair opportunities that FFA offers to its students, as well as spread my involvement then later into other areas. You just recently finished up your time as the state FFA president. How has that helped kind of propel you throughout the rest of your FFA career? So being a state officer gave me the opportunity to interact with so many FFA members across the state of Wisconsin, and interacting with each different individual person really showed me the positive difference that FFA makes in the lives of the students that are taking opportunities within it, as well as the different diversity of programs that we offer and really how every student can find their niche. So I think that being a state officer both helped me see more opportunities in FFA, as well as reflect on how grateful I am for the opportunities that I took advantage of while in high school. Going back to those opportunities you took in high school, you did a lot within the agri-science fair, and now you are actually the one of the star finalists at Nationals for the Star in Agri-Science. Tell me about what all went into that process. So you can apply for a star award at the same time you're applying for your American degree. So I'll also be receiving my American degree, which is the highest degree any member can earn in FFA this fall at the national convention. And then based on your supervised agricultural experience, which is a work-based learning project, you can apply for one of these star awards. So since all of my experiences were in agri-science, I applied for the star in agri-science which is an application with a series of questions, letters of recommendation, a resume. And then from there, they pick the top four in the nation to be star finalists. And so I was lucky enough to be selected as one of the star finalists in Star and Science. How did you feel when you found out that you were one of the finalists? Uh, pretty grateful. It's a cool way to be able to showcase just how much FFA offers students here in Wisconsin in my home chapter and how students are really taking opportunities and going really far with them. So for me, it's less about the recognition for myself and more about how I can showcase 
what the benefits are of a successful SAE and supervised agricultural experience program and being involved in FFA. So you told us about your first project, adding cinnamon to the diets of mice. What were some of the other highlights within your agri-science SAE? So one of the projects that took up the most time for me was I was looking at peanut allergies, actually, and how we could add a compound to peanuts when they're being processed so that people with peanut allergies, when they eat them, actually have no allergic response. Um, And so that was one of the major projects later on in my high school experience that I really dove into and dedicated a lot of time to. That does sound like something that would take up a lot of time. How did that end up going? Uh, So I found a solution that works 60% of the time, which obviously if someone has peanut allergies, you don't want to give a peanut to them and be like, this will work 60% of the time. So lots of improvements and research still to be done, but cool to see some results there as well. You have the opportunity to represent Wisconsin as our national officer candidate. Tell me about why you wanted to run for national office. I wanted to run for national office because of the opportunities that I had had with an FFA and as a state officer that we talked about earlier. And seeing how much FFA can impact people, both in big ways as well as small moments and just interactions with other people in FFA, I wanted to help other FFA members see all that FFA has to offer and see how they can truly grow within it. So National FFA office would be one way that I could do that. You were selected back in July. What have you been doing between now and then to kind of start preparing for national office or running for national office? So I've been doing a lot of self-reflection about like what I need to improve on, what skills I can really work on, as well as then starting to tie in with different mentors and coaches to have them help give me feedback on how I'm doing in terms of speeches, workshops, interacting with people. And then later on this fall, I'll also going, be going to a couple trainings in Texas and Minnesota, as well as doing stuff within the state of Wisconsin to continue sharpening my skills before national convention. And we were talking before the interview started about how you were able to work with this year's state officer team, and that really helped you prepare as well. Yeah, so I spent state fair uh, with the new Wisconsin FFA officer team and spending time with them and talking with them over speeches and workshops really helped me reevaluate where I was at with things as well as just get a new fresh take on what serving FFA members looks like. So it was super helpful to spend two weeks with them. And going back into, you don't have the more traditional background of growing up on a farm. Am I correct on that? Correct. Yeah, I did not grow up on a farm. So what would be your number one piece of advice to particularly those FFA members who aren't growing up on the farm, but maybe even those who are about how they can continue to stay involved within the organization? Uh, My advice to people is always to just try one thing, because I truly believe that FFA has something out there for everyone, and the agriculture industry has a career out there for everyone. And so if you can just try one thing, get your toes wet in FFA and agriculture and see if you like it, and then go from there and keep trying one more thing and one more thing, I think that's where students can really find their niche and find something that they're interested in within FFA and agriculture. Thank you, Amelia, for sharing your 
your story and your advice for our FFA members and listeners. We wish you the best of luck as you represent Wisconsin as a national officer candidate and national star and agri-science finalist at the National FFA Convention at the end of October. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Reba McClone. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Are you ready for the next generation of body sculpting? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Current body shaping devices have addressed unwanted stubborn fat and skin laxity. But what if we want more muscle strength and toning? MSculpt is our new body sculpting device at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie that uses high intensity electromagnetic contractions with a 30-minute treatment described as equivalent to 20,000 crunches. MSculpt is approved for abdomen, arms, thighs, and calves. And it's also the world's first non-invasive butt toning and lifting procedure. MSculpt is a safe, effective addition to any workout program. The possibilities are endless. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. As you can imagine, the historic flooding last year washed out many roads, driveways, and parking lots. DRS Asphalt is proud to have been called upon to make repairs at Greenway Station, American Girl, and many others. DRS Asphalt Paving, your local family paving company using long-lasting, superior ingredients that withstand Wisconsin's weather. Visit drspaving.com. DRS Paving and Asphalt. If you don't use DRS, it's your own asphalt. Selecting the right alfalfa variety is more commitment than choice. I'm Shannon Latham, and because alfalfa has a long-term impact on your bottom line, Latham alfalfa products are uniquely built for greater yield potential, pest resistance, and unmatched forage quality. All to give growers options that thrive in local growing conditions, whether you produce cash hay or feed on farm. Commit to success in your alfalfa fields. Talk to your local Latham sales rep, see us at LathamSeeds.com, or call 877-GO-LATHAM. If you need to know about farming, then you need to know Pam Yonke. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 518 on a Tuesday morning, which means it is time to be joined by our good buddy, ag meteorologist Stu Muck. Stu, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Josh. Having a great start. How about you? Doing pretty good. You know, I was I was thinking uh, just before I was preparing to talk to you, yesterday was really the first day in a few days that it seems like it was actually drying down a little bit. The weekend when we were out at Farm Aid, we were getting drenched out there. Yeah, with all of that rain, it's going to take a while to dry things out, and I wish that I could forecast that we were going to see a whole nice week of drier weather, but there's different things going to happen, Josh. Unfortunately, rain is going to enter back in. You look at weather radar this morning, and there's some rain in North Dakota, up into southern Canada. Not a big deal, is it? That's a long way off. But during the day today, low pressure will build in from the west. A cool front that's covering from northeast to southwest North Dakota will drop southeastward. In fact, passing on into and through Wisconsin late tonight on into the day tomorrow. 
There's also going to be a bit of a warm front building up out of the south. So what I'm expecting is today we'll still enjoy sunshine. That's great. Lacrosse, there'll be a few more clouds around even later this afternoon. And then some rain chance, mostly holding off until the nighttime hours, late evening into the nighttime showers, possibly thunderstorms. The stronger weather may be as near as southeast Minnesota and down into Iowa, where there could be storminess and the like. For most of us, I expect some rain chance, and that's around tonight or maybe lingering into early Wednesday in eastern and southern Wisconsin. Early in the day it will end, and then otherwise we dry it out again. Hey, we start to get some of that drying. That's great. We'll take what we get. But the temperatures that are going to be a little more mild today start to cool off for Wednesday and Thursday, back down to normal and below normal, cooler on toward the end of the week. And in fact, another low pressure system does try to wedge on in. And Thursday night or more likely toward Friday, another round of some shower and thunderstorm activity starts building in. That system toward the end of the week could have more rain with it. That's where we start looking toward the half and one inch amounts or even an excess of an inch. And we don't need that much more rain anymore. We're still not dried out from last weekend. Mother Nature thinks we need more, and it's going to be around here for late in the week. So we'll have to be on the alert. I don't, not, not like there's a whole lot we can do to stop it or change it, but maybe we can plan a little bit. I'll have the forecast details right after this. World-class research and education is drawing even more students to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine on the UW-Madison campus. Did you know that that school trained more than 50% of the veterinarians now practicing in the state? And that includes new graduate Tyler Mack, a Pennsylvania native that found his way to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. When I applied, there was around 30 veterinary schools. But for the University of Wisconsin itself, for example, there was, I believe... Uh, 1,000 or 1,200 applicants for 80 spots. Congratulations, Tyler Mack, new graduate from the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, practicing right here in the state. But remember, the school is out of space. It has not significantly grown since it opened in 1983. The goal is to raise about 30% of the entire project's cost, and you can help. Write a letter, make a phone call, send an email. Find out details on how you can support the expansion at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine online. Animals need heroes too. T-O-O dot com. It's 522 on a Tuesday morning. Josh Gramlin filling in for Pam Yonke, and I'm joined by ag meteorologist Stu Muck. Stu, we've been talking about all this rain, but as we get towards October, what are the temperatures going to be looking like in the next couple weeks? Well, that's the sad part. I guess we start to cool off again here, like I've talked about for the end of the week. Next week, we may get back up for a couple of warm days. So, you know, every time we get that warmer day, it does help to dry things a little bit and does help to push crop maturity. That's one we're going to watch a lot more closely. Today, though, well, it sounds pretty nice. Mostly sunny skies. Upper 70s could be in the low 80s at La Crosse. Very fine weather. Southwest winds 5 to 15, gusting up to around 30 now and again. But it's tonight that showers and possibly even a thunderstorm roll on into the area. Uh, late afternoon, evening at La Crosse, into the nighttime for the rest of us. Nighttime lows down to about 60. Southwest winds 8 to 18, gusting to 25, beginning to turn west late in the night. Still some chance for a morning shower or a storm in the east and southern parts of Wisconsin early Wednesday. Otherwise, we'll head back to some more sunny skies. More likely around 70 or in the low 70s Wednesday. The west winds 5 to 15, gusting to 25. Sunny Thursday, like normal, mid and upper 60s. That's the cooler air. West winds at 5 to 10. 
Needed to mention here, Josh, the rain tonight into Wednesday. I'd expect a couple of tenths, say trace to quarter inch. That should be about it unless a thunderstorm heads into your neighborhood. Uh, the end of the week, more likely to see more measurable rain Friday into Friday night. We're going to have to be on the on the alert. All right, Stu, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Have a great day. Yes, you as well. That was Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. He joins us every single weekday right around 5.20 a.m. live via Skype. Hey, you know the fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke, but we want to meet all the fabulous farm babies out there. So proud moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandmas, and grandpas, listen up. We will send you a free farm report baby bib, completely free of charge, thanks to our friends at Quick Trip. You snap a pic of your baby wearing that bib, email it to us, and we will post it on our website and social media. Just head to our website, fabulousfarmbabe.net, for more details. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works. One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Here at Prairie Estates Genetics, we provide dairy farmers with high-quality silage minus the risks. You see, by combining our next-gen seed and next-gen forage management services, we're able to help dairy farmers improve harvest consistency, feed consistency, and milk production consistency. So why not do the same for your farm? Visit prairieestatesgenetics.com and see how you can make next year's harvest your best one yet. Prairie Estates Genetics, the future of forage is here. There is no reason to be intimidated by words like gold, diamonds, 
jewels. No reason at all, especially when you stop into Goodman's Jewelers, 220 State Street, same location they've been at for over 85 years because they haven't been in business that long by intimidating people. They've been in that business by having beautiful pieces at all price points, whether it be an engagement ring, a wedding band, a pendant, maybe even a necklace, birthday, anniversaries, so many different occasions to give such beautiful jewelry that is very affordable. And of course, they've got the bling bling, the shine and diamonds, but they also have a great selection of other exotic gemstones and a lot of the cuts that are super hot these days. They may have that traditional feel, that traditional customer service, but they also have the new modern looks of today. Stop in and take a look at their jewelry case. Talk to the staff. Find out what it is that they have and what it is that they can create. Go online, goodmansjewelers.com. It's 3 a.m. Your home is freezing. No, it's not your furnace. It's your empty propane tank that your provider forgot to fill. Don't let this become your reality. Contact the propane experts at Insight FS. Ask them about their tank monitoring program that gives you 24-7 access to your tank levels. Insight FS also offers convenient contracting or budget billing programs. Don't get left in the cold. Let Insight FS bring the heat. Visit InsightFS.com for a propane expert near you. Come on, you don't want to be in Wisconsin come January. Why don't you join me? I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee, and we're headed for Costa Rica and Panama, January 4th through the 13th. What a great way to start calendar year 2020, and what a great tour to teach us more about the culture, the beauty, and the agriculture in Costa Rica and Panama. We'll fly into San Jose, Costa Rica, for the beginning of our trip, and then investigate agriculture there. That includes coffee production as well as dairy production. Of course, there's a lot of natural beauty we'll enjoy in Costa Rica, including Arenal Volcano National Park and Monteverde Cloud Forest Reserve. Then it's on our way to Panama, where we'll literally go from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean, courtesy of the canal. And we'll also get a chance to visit with the indigenous population just outside of Panama City. Find more at HolidayVacations.com, keyword camp, and view the special online video presentation. Or call 800-826-2266. Jocko, is this something you do know about? How good yeah. are the Milwaukee Brewers in the month of September? Oh, oh my God, I'm I'm starting to get my uh, my soul patch is starting to you know like it's getting ready again. Nope, yeah, did no. we did we shave too prematurely, Jocko? Because I, I had a real itchy, scruffy mustache last week. I kind of looked like a wet rat. Thankfully, it grows back. And, and I took it off, and now I'm I'm you know I might have to because I don't grow facial hair that much. So I, I'm 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 in a real spot now if they make the playoffs. Right. The three of us that we've kind of said we've been on the the three of us had never jumped off the bandwagon. Never. I mean, there were times where where the bandwagon was going to crash. You know, we were, we were going to stay on it and hold on. Steady, life, but, uh, steady, hold course. Yeah. Jocko, but, I never uh, freaked out and preemptively threw dirt on them. I never did that. No, no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> no. You know, the, the National League Center is crazy. Yep. Well, last night was a perfect example of it. I mean, you know, it just. Uh, um, you know, Monday night you think, oh, well, maybe this just wasn't meant to be, and they're going to keep winning, the Cubs are going to keep winning, Cardinals are going to keep winning. But uh, I mean, last night was 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 a great night, and uh, hopefully there's more of that where it came from, and uh, you just keep plugging away. Uh, visit with our buddy Jocko, NBC 15. All right, Jocko, we uh, we put this uh, Twitter poll into the field today. Uh, with Wisconsin start two and zero, two shutouts. Do you, are you thinking to quote the great John Wick? They're back, uh, or do you need Saturday to kind of validate things? Or even at that point, it's, you're still only three and zero. Like, what's your stance on 
on Wisconsin football, you know, erasing the memory of last year and, and what would a win Saturday mean, you know, for this season going forward? Yeah, I think, you know, although it's early in the season, I think it's huge. I think that, uh, um, you know, people have their doubts and you see uh, people kind of poo-pooing the, uh, the two wins. Great word, by the way. Thank Great you. word. And it's Wednesday, so I can use it. If it was, if it was Tuesday, I wouldn't use poo yeah, I agree. But, uh, but I, I think that <laughs> it's a uh, uh, it's a great tape measure to see just how far they've come from last year. I think their defense has uh, improved tenfold. I, I, I just I just think that I just think that, that they're it seems like they're more aggressive. That guys are you know they're making tackles, they're hitting hard, um, and of course uh, the offense is going well with Jack going in the center. And you know anytime you have JT in the backfield, it's good. So I, I think that Saturday, you know, it's not a make or break game, but certainly will help uh, confidence moving forward. You think the Badgers are going to poo-poo Michigan? I hope you know. You know what, what Michigan is? They're poo-poo. <laughs> yes, yeah. Indeed. They, they need, they're like uh, you know their, their their theme song should be Outcast Roses. You know what I mean? Right. Like they, they just they smell like poo-poo. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Hey, speaking of Badgers, real quick, I want to get your take on the Packers, and obviously we got to get your, your high school game. Um, how's your? You know, Ebo and I are like we're the pregame show. How the other half live? You, you know, Jocko, you're the you're you're the uh, you above know the, board. The, the above board pregame show. How's your new role of being the, the being the uh, pregame host? We're the poo poo. Very, very cool. No poo poo at the at the Union South, but it was uh, it was very cool to be at Union South, and uh, I was the first one to introduce. Dr. Corey Pompey is the new. I saw that. Uh, that that's a big that was, that's that was, a big deal, was, Jocko. Right before I announced him, I'm like, "Holy crap! This has not happened in 50 years at University of Wisconsin." So, um, it was just a, a chance to do that, and uh, and there's like thousands and thousands of people that show up, and um, of course they're seated, they're there to see the band. But uh, you know, if I can get my uh, my brand and the NBC 15 brand out there a little bit. Uh, it's a cool thing. So See, here's what you uh, do, Jocko. You start there because that's, you know, the band and, you know, the, the, the pageantry of a, a college game day. You go there and soak it up. Then you go to the red zone and then you soak up the booze. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know what? I'll get a, a cheeseburger at the red zone, too. Because oh, oh, dude. dude. Red zone cheeseburger is ridiculous, Jocko. Ask for, the, ask for the Gen special. Maybe I'll put that above, you know, the, two slices of cheese. the red zone cheeseburger is better. <laughs> and then we'll do some shots. Oh, well, I, I mean, come on, Jocko. Hey, by the way, uh, Jocko, there could be a feature piece for you guys. A former Badger great, Matt Bernstein's coming in on Saturday. He's going to do his, we're going to do the live Baker Mayfield where we bite a can of beer and shotgun it yeah. on Saturday nice. at the pregame show. Jocko, so. I was at the Red Zone last Saturday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> That's just unhealthy. <laughs> I was no. hurting the next day. Then we'll just get a uh, a hoagie and IV for for Bernstein, and we'll, we'll be set. <laughs> I think you'd like that. Uh, hey, uh, how big? Speaking of asking our teams back, just put two and zero into words. Beating the Bears, beating the Vikings. Uh, how stunned are you? If you if I would have told you three months ago or the day after Mike McCarthy was fired that this team was going to start two and zero against Bears Vikings, you would have said what? I would have said you're crazy. Getting closer to 6 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. Josh Scramlin here right behind the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, and I am going to toss it to Reba McClone. For only the second time in its 34-year history, Farm Aid took place in Wisconsin this past weekend, and as somebody that was there, I can tell you it was incredible. Willie Nelson, Neil Young, Dave Matthews, Luke Combs, Bonnie Raitt, so many great artists were there. 
to support Wisconsin agriculture, and even though it was raining, the feeling was electric. So how does a Wisconsin farmer feel about the entire thing? Reba? I'm here with Sarah Lloyd, and she was one of the farmers who got to be on stage earlier today talking about Dairy Together. Sarah, can you first start by kind of introducing yourself and your farm? Yeah, my husband and I dairy farm outside the Wisconsin Dells in Columbia County. My husband, Nels Nelson, is home taking care of cows today and not here. Uh, We milk 350 cows with his brother and my in-laws, so three families, and we're really struggling mightily with these low prices, as all our dairy farm friends are, and so we're here today. I work for the Wisconsin Farmers Union as my day job, and we're building a nationwide farmer-led movement to demand better prices, and we're doing that under the Dairy Together umbrella. So check out dairytogether.com. You can find out all the information. We're demanding a better price. And the recipe for that is we need to control our supply. We've got too much milk on the market. And so the way to get a better price is to have some discipline, work together as farmers together, and get some management of the supply to meet the actual demand. So that's what we're asking for. And you were able to be on the stage today to reach out to the media at that point, but you've also been able to connect with just consumers here as well. Tell me about the, how they're reacting. Yeah, so Dairy Together and Dairy Farmers, we need the consumers on our side too. And so one thing is people need to understand what's actually going on. Um, You know, we do have issues with uh, fluid milk markets going down, but cheese is always going up. Uh, We need to educate consumers to make them understand that we really have an overproduction problem. And then we also need them to be citizens and eaters and to talk to their representatives because farmer voices are not enough to push a big policy change. And so we're really excited to be here at Farm Aid and have the opportunity to talk with so many eaters who are here because they care. They want to know what's going on. And so it's a great venue. And Farm Aid has been so supportive of the Dairy Together work and the fight for fair prices for farmers. And you talked about kind of how you're really excited about it. Are there any other emotions you're feeling in the midst of this? Well, you know, the melancholy always is that Farm Aid's been going on for 34 years. And you think, wow, we're fighting the same struggles. And so, but, you know, days like today are for celebration and for coming together. And it was so great that Farm Aid came to Wisconsin this year. That's a, you know, they move around every year. I was in Milwaukee yesterday visiting an urban farm, and I stopped and got a sandwich in the little deli. And they said, oh, does Farm Aid still happen every year? And I said, yeah, it does. But then the guy poked his head out from behind the kitchen door and said, I heard that Wisconsin has the highest farm bankruptcy in the nation. So he knew in Milwaukee, he knew the crisis that we're in. And that's what we need. We need everyone to come together to fight this issue. Because we need our farmers, because we need our rural communities, we need our good food, we need to be in it together. And you talked about how some of the people are understanding of the struggle of the farm community, the people you're interacting with here today, do you think a lot of them are understanding about it as well, or are you kind of opening eyes? We're 
definitely opening eyes. I mean, I think, you know, people are understanding that, oh, they want to understand where their food is coming from and who their farmer is, and that's great. That's the first step. And then it's our job to kind of give them a little bit of a deeper picture as to, sadly, you know, farm policies are very complicated, whether it's dairy or, you know, all sorts of other commodities. And so we do need to be in conversation with people to understand where they're coming from. Uh, We're definitely opening eyes we're having. There's a homegrown village here and tons of organizations have informational booths. And the trick is you're not allowed to hand out any paper, so you have to engage them in some sort of interactive thing to explain the situation. We have a game, uh, a cornhole game, helping people understand the problem of oversupply and how it's dragging down our prices as dairy farmers. So we're trying to really, you know, give people a different way than just like handing them a boring piece of paper with a bunch of facts on it. Because that's, you know, people need more than that to be engaged. And any last thoughts or things that anyone should need to know about the message here, interactions at Farm Aid, any of that? Yeah, I think the message is that we need a fair market and fair price and there are many different groups from all across the nation that have come together that are fighting for farmers and the farmers are here and it's so great to amplify this in this celebration today with these wonderful artists that are so important in American culture. Once again, that was Sarah Lloyd, who was one of the farmers who was able to share her story and message on stage at Farm Aid and interact with some of the artists as well to share the story with them. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Reba McClone. The fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke wants to turn your baby into a fabulous farm baby. Go online now to fabulousfarmbabe.net. Check out those adorable baby bibs and sign up to get yours absolutely free. Thanks to the wonderful folks at Quick Trip. Supplies are extremely limited, so don't delay. Log on now, fabulousfarmbabe.net. Here's a chance to turn your baby into a fabulous farm baby. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's Josh Scramlin for the Midwest Farm Report, and it's time to take a look at your opening news and markets on a Tuesday morning. Preparing the next generation of leaders is a monumental task for any industry, but its importance cannot be overlooked, especially in agriculture. That's why the Holstein Foundation is committed to developing new leaders through its Young Dairy Leaders Institute, a program that's been impacting lives for 25 years. The Young Dairy Leaders Institute, or YDLI, believes strongly in developing future leaders for the dairy community. Established in 1994, 
2024, the program celebrates 25 years of inspiring the next generation of industry thought leaders, advocates, and innovators. YDLI alum Rebecca Shaw of Pennsylvania. The Young Dairy Leaders Institute is a group of like-minded people, ambitious people, people from an industry who want to make real change. Since its start, more than 600 participants have benefited from the YDLI experience, which is a three-phased leadership development program for young adults aged 22 to 45. Katie Agnew of Wisconsin. The Young Dairy Leaders Institute really takes um, a look at all different aspects of being a leader. Take a look at collaboration, you look at how do you share your story in a way that is meaningful and purposeful um, while still putting a face to the dairy industry. Each phase of YDLI training offers a different focus for participants, including advocacy, personal development, and hands-on learning. The opportunity to build relationships with others is considered YDLI's most valuable and longest-lasting impact. Keith Engel, also of Wisconsin. There's very few times in your life when you can uh, meet people that you will know for the rest of your life. You do it in school, you do it at church growing up. YDLI is one of those experiences that you meet some friends that I'm very much honored to know for the last 20 years. I love the dairy cow. I love the Holstein breed, but I quickly realized it was the people in the industry that really made it for me. And especially as we go through the highs and lows of the milk cycle, having those connections to the people and knowing that sense of community that everybody's going through together is so critical in keeping our young dairy enthusiasts involved and in the industry. That's Tara Baker of Three Oaks, Michigan. You can learn more about the YDLI program and how to get involved at Holstein Foundation. We'll be joined by commodity specialist Bryce Norn live via Skype from Chicago in just a couple of moments. But first, let's take a look at those opening markets. Right now, cash corn is at 372. That's down one and a quarter of a penny. And new crop corn is at 383 and a half. That is down three quarters of a cent. Cash beans are up one and three quarters of a cent at 894 and a quarter. New crop beans also up one and three quarters of a penny, currently sitting at 907 and three quarters. Cash wheat down two and a half cents at 480 and a half. New crop wheat at 487 and a half. That is down two and a half cents. As well, shifting gears to dairy butter is at 215 and a half. That's up four. Black cheddar unchanged at 205. Cheddar barrel down three and three quarters of a cent at 161 and three quarters. And as for those milk prices, October milk is down six at 827. November milk is unchanged at 1826. You know the fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke, but we want to meet all the fabulous farm babies out there. So proud moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandmas, and grandpas, listen up and listen very closely because we will send you a free fabulous farm baby farmer. Port Baby Bib, completely free of charge thanks to our friends at Quick Trip as they support Wisconsin agriculture. You snap a pic of your baby wearing that bib, email it to us, and we will post it on our website and social media. Again, this is all made possible by Quick Trip, and I know it can get a little confusing, so I'll just recap. You sign up for a free baby bib on our website. We send you a free bib, and you send us back a pic of your fabulous farm baby. Head to our website, that is fabulousfarmbabe.net, for all the details. Thank you so much to Quick Trip for making that possible. And commodity specialist Bryce Knorr of Farm Futures Magazine and FarmFutures.com will be joining us live via Skype from Chicago in just a few moments. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. 
Renai tankless water heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. The fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke and her farm crew will be all over World Dairy Expo October 1st through the 5th. The Midwest Farm Report's coverage of the World Dairy Expo is made possible by D-Lavelle. D-Lavelle develops premium dairy solutions to help farmers achieve top milk quality, maintain herd health, and meet productivity and profit expectations. D-Lavelle says we live milk. And ST Genetics, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Visit ST Genetics at World Dairy Expo to talk about elite genetics and strategic partnerships. Tune in to the Midwest Farm Report for the latest from World Dairy Expo. Who needs an alarm clock when you've got the farm babe, Pam Yonke and the Farm Reporter? It's Josh Scramlin filling in for Pam Yonke on a Tuesday morning, 5.48 on the clock, and we are joined live by commodity specialist Bryce Knorr of Farm Futures magazine, farmfutures.com. Good morning, Bryce. How are you? Well, doing good here in Chicago. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So, you know, I always like to check in on what you're hearing at Farm Futures. And right now you've got your feedback from the field happening. So what are growers telling you across the country? Well, farmers continue to report some very variable yields. Uh, talking uh, some, uh, even the uh, fields that are not that far apart, uh, you can have differences from uh, 100 bushels per acre to over 200 bushels uh, per acre for corn. Uh, so a lot of the variations in the growing season that we saw uh, really all summer uh, are, are being maintained as the combine's role that's making it very difficult to really forecast what these crops are doing and perhaps just as importantly, uh, the, how many acres are actually going to be harvested for grain, particularly for corn. Uh, so we saw the crop ratings last week. Uh, when you look at the national ratings for corn and soybeans that USDA uses, those uh, both improve for corn and soybeans. However, when you look at a state-by-state breakout and weight the weight those states differently uh, than USDA does, USDA weights it on a three-year average of uh, plantings and uh, planted acres and harvested acres. We look at just this year's forecast. Uh, that showed uh, the crops, uh, the soybeans slipping a little, and corn uh, also uh, only uh, improving uh, just a tad. Uh, so a lot of these crops are way behind, and now we have the first forecast of frost starting to creep uh, uh, into the outlooks. Still fairly tentative and a long way out, and it's shifting around. 
uh, showing up in some model runs and not others, but we're talking about the first couple of days of October uh, up in the northern states. That could be uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, maybe even parts of Wisconsin. Uh, you know, trade talks restart next week. And uh, what can you tell us about that? Because it seems like it varies on a day-to-by-day basis, sometimes a minute-by-minute basis. Right. Uh, over Friday, of course, the news was very negative uh, when uh, it was reported that uh, China had canceled some visits to U.S. farms. Uh, however, it turned out, uh, at least the U.S. said that was the, at the, the U.S., uh, basically asking them to do that so it wouldn't interfere with trade talks that are uh, set to start uh, in October. Now, uh, the Chinese markets uh, will close from October 1st to uh, October 7th for their national holiday. So uh, we may not hear a lot of news uh, during that period. Uh, But uh, the Chinese buyers uh, did uh, pick up about 22 million bushels of corn uh, or soybeans yesterday on top of some uh, purchases they made uh, in the past couple of weeks. So China starting to, to do a little uh, buying of soybeans, nothing like uh, the big deals that we saw when the trade talks uh, got going again over the summer. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, of course, is that uh, China may not be uh, doing this necessarily uh, just for goodwill. Uh, they uh, are going to start needing soybeans because Brazil, their main supplier over the past year, is uh, running out of their old crop soybeans. And growers in Brazil just starting now to seed uh, their next crop. Uh, conditions there have been relatively dry, starting to pick up some rains in some of the key uh, areas like Mato Grosso, but it's still not terribly widespread. Uh, so. Uh, still unclear as to just when the rainy season is really going to start allowing uh, the growers in uh, Brazil to get going. So uh, China's going to need soybeans. So that's one reason why they're making some of these purchases for from us. I see. Thank you so much. We're joined by Commodity Specialist Bryce Knorr of Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. Bryce, as we begin to wind down, we got about a minute and a half left. I feel like I can't talk to you without talking about the financial markets. So what are you seeing with that? Well, probably the big news in uh, the other markets today uh, from the UK, the Supreme Court over there uh, uh, said Prime Minister Boris Johnson uh, could not suspend Parliament, uh, as he did recently, in a move to try to uh, block Parliament from uh, his uh, bid to uh, get uh, the UK out of uh, the EU uh, by October 31st. So it uh, throws the the whole uh, situation there into chaos, but makes it unlikely now uh, that uh, Britain will leave the uh, EU at the end of October. So markets are breathing actually a little sigh of relief uh, despite that uncertainty. Uh, we're seeing uh, uh, stocks uh, look like they're uh, trying to rally again today. So a little bit of a uh, little less uncertainty uh, on Wall Street. All right, Bryce, thank you so much. And you'll be talking to Reba on Thursday morning, okay? All right. All right. You have a good one. That is commodity specialist Bryce Knorr of Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. He joins us live via Skype from Chicago every single Tuesday and Thursday, right around 5.50, give or take a few minutes. I'm Josh Scramlin, filling in for Pam Yonke on a Tuesday morning. And for the Midwest Farm Report, you have a good day. 
This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 